I know that y'all had to be taught a lot of things um, when it comes to actually how to properly wash yourself to help prevent um, the spread of diseases and things of that sort. I absolutely hate that y'all are reverting back to the teachings um, of before. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Brown Girl. I'm here for another solo episode, okay? You have me all to yourself. You don't have to worry about sharing me this week. So congratulations, because I know how that gets. Um, <laughs> First and foremost, I want to say thank you for all the love shown to the last episode, okay, um, with Devin. Shout out Devin. Shout out Norvella Podcast. Make sure that you tune into them on Spotify. Um, it's really amazing, especially Norvella Radio is amazing like the fact that they kind of put it together and how they did it it's like a radio station you get your stories you get good music you get everything so make sure you check them out um on spotify for sure for sure but shout out for all the love shown on that episode uh just a quick follow-up so we know we talked about well actually this even goes to why it was named what it was named which is you gonna see the gummy which was in reference to me wanting um <laughs> wanting to start waxing right wanting to get into waxing and him talking about like how would I be able to wax him and not see his meat right so anyway moving on to that he of course followed up he sent me this video <laughs> on Twitter it's this video of I guess it was, was this class that was um, the lady was teaching them how to wax this male like how to do what we call now manzillion um, I ain't gonna lie, the, the dude was low-key doing a lot. It was giving creepy, but his thing kept jumping, and then at one point, he was practically, like, erect. He kind of kept moving. He made it flip. It was a lot of stuff that was going on in that video. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I know that y'all be, like, making it jump, so <laughs> we coming out swinging this episode, but um, so I'm pretty sure he was doing it. If not, then, okay, it is what it is. Um, but I was just like, how the heck? Because I don't care about seeing it. I don't care about anything like that. But if you get to doing all that, like, you got to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm way too childish. I will be in there about to cough up a lung from laughing so hard. Like, I wish I could show y'all the video. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into this next episode. Once again, Miss New Booty, okay? Your favorite news anchor is back, and we have a lot to talk about. Um, I want to get into some stuff, and then I want to talk about something that I actually heard, um, an opinion that I heard on another podcast that I listened to that I actually kind of aligned with some stuff I had going on. So anyway, first, let's get into it. Um, first and foremost, I don't know if you have heard of Overshoot Day, but July 28th of this year was our Overshoot Day, which um, Earth Overshoot Day defines the date when humanity has consumed all natural resources that the Earth can renew in a year. So, yay, shout out to us for destroying the Earth. Um, <laughs> this is something that it happens every year. So the fact that it happened is not new. July 28th, I want to say, is one of the earliest, if not the earliest dates that we have had it happened though and if you think it's kind of scary that only 
you know what I'm saying, a little over half of the year, we have already depleted all the resources that Earth can renew in a year. And for this to happen a few times, it's not a big deal. But for this to be a continual cycle and something that happens, eventually you just won't be able to catch up. So you sit with that for a second. Um, shout out to y'all that's using paper straws and stuff like that. Because um, we have definitely been peer pressure into thinking that those little changes are the things that are going to make the big differences that we need. Because, <laughs> baby, we, <laughs> we're effed. <laughs> we're effed. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's get into some other stuff, though. I'm, and I'm not going to lie. that uh, Stuff, facts like that, and the fact that stuff like that is actually happening, actively happening, is true. Um, this is not anything that's being made up. This is something that's happening in the world. We'll kind of throw you off. It'll make you real sad. Look, you make you depressed when you sit and think about it. Um, if y'all have not seen on Netflix, it's a movie called Don't Look Up. I'm not suggesting that you go watch it, but I kind of am. Because on one hand, it's not the greatest movie like as movies go. It's not something that'll be super interesting. But in the other hand, it's something that definitely is very thought-provoking. And I've, I've talked about that movie up here before. Um, I think what makes it so interesting is knowing that stuff like that like that that's something that that's somewhere we could go we could very well go all right let's move south korea has developed tattoos that can act as health monitoring devices so hear me out researchers at korea advanced institute okay <laughs> i actually just had a conversation with somebody who said that they be so weak when they listen to my podcast and i stutter and i'd be like hold up you know what i'm saying like i just chew that word because i don't know if y'all know but i cringe like i feel it in my heart in the depths of my soul when i be stutter i don't oh my gosh when i stutter and i mess up a word really bad it breaks me as a person. I hate it. So I'm happy it's funny, but like I'm trying to actively work on this. And this goes to another conversation that I had um, with somebody else about perfecting your craft. Podcasting is something that I actually enjoy. And I feel like it's something that will open doors for other opportunities in the future, right? A part of that is me having to work on my speech too. So I'm trying to get better with stuff like that i'm trying to stop saying like and um as much as i do i'm trying to keep better flows i'm trying to do whatever so yeah all the feedback is welcome thank you thank you thank you first of all for listening to me ramble on about my life because uh you don't have to all right now i know i seem super super like animated today it's because i'm not gonna lie today i am a little tired i really am and those of you who know me and are close to me know that when taylor is sleepy taylor gets Taylor gets very, very um, jokey and silly. And yeah, I don't know. It's almost like a, it's almost like me trying to balance out the sluggish nature by overcompensating for it and getting really ha 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 -y. Anyway, let's back, back to these tattoos. Okay, so researchers at Korea Advanced Institute of Science and Technology develop electronic tattoo ink made of liquid metal and carbon nanotubes that function as a bioelectrode. Okay, I'm going to break that down. Don't worry. A bioelectrode is an interface between biological structures and electronic systems. So in other words, it's a middleman. <laughs> it's a middleman between human or, or life. It's between life and electronics. Yeah, that's actually a great way to put it. It's a middleman between life and electronics. That's what a bioelectro is. So this particular ink 
Um, it's made of liquid metal and carbon nanotubes that function as that middleman between that connector between life and electronics, right? So when a proper device is hooked up to the ink, it can track um, different things about you, such as like your heart rate or your vitals, um, like glucose, lactate, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we're definitely moving up in the world when it comes to technology and things of that sort. Um, and this is, I'm honestly, I ain't gonna lie, it's low key kind of lit. My only issue with it um, is that in the future, they say they hope to connect a wireless trip. Oh, you see what I'm saying when I'm talking about the stuttering? I, we should make that a game. <laughs> it's low-key a drinking game. Listen to the Brown Girl podcast every time she stutters. You guys take a shot. Um, but, yeah, my issue with this is that in the future, they hope to connect a wireless chip integrated with the ink to communicate and send signals to and from the body. Um, so it's meant to, like, measure activity or stimulate it. Though my issue is when you get to that stuff, and I know that I'm probably one of those people, a skeptic, if you will, who anytime you mention anything about a chip in a person, I'm not with it. But I will just, I will have to stand on it. I will have to die on that hill. I'm not with it. Don't chip me. Chip these nuts because I can't. No, it's a no for me. Um, <laughs> it's just a no. But and then, like I said too, um, they're trying to use it to measure activity in the future, possibly. You know. They wanted to go this route to measure activity or stimulate it. The or stimulated part is the part that I also do not like because when it comes to this particular advancement of electronic in your body, anything can get into the hands of the wrong person and it can just be made to be a terrible thing. Um, so when it comes to this and you're talking about stimulating certain reactions or whatever in the body, I feel like that now puts people at risk who have this particular thing um, or in the future when it comes to possibly integrating the ink with some type of chip and all this stuff. So blah, blah, blah. Um, you can definitely look up more on it, but that was just my small little takeaway from this crazy technological advancement that was up next because you know we talk about them all the time on the brown girl i find i find it very interesting like where we're going as a world the things that we can do and i find it interesting that certain problems and issues that are way bigger those are kind of put to the side and we're kind of working on stuff that's minor so for this particular thing i do understand that it could be a very very impressive and very great health um advancement but i'm just thinking about even when it comes to small things i i've, I've actually seen i don't know if y'all saw a video of this person who had this bag um you can put like dirty water in it and then it's like this little packet you pour it in um shake it in let it sit and it actually is able to purify water things like that i feel like are the things that we need to be pushing a lot and we need to be pushing that out into places and, you know, to people that don't have access to clean water, things like that should become common. Um, and that's just one small example. But I'm just thinking about all the other issues that we have and how we could really be pushing to make technology work for us in that way first. So that everybody has basic needs first. And then we can kind of move on to other things. Okay, um, let's get into it. So I actually was... Um, 
this is just a little random snippet i'm gonna slip in here i was reading up or i always read very random things and very random facts um and, and you could definitely fact check me on this but this made it to this particular article um and this one is about weddings um bridesmaids in particular did y'all know that until 1880 bridesmaids wore identical dresses to the bride so you know how like now they wear different dresses they wore identical dresses to the bride in a tradition that dates back to ancient rome apparently the bridesmaids were to serve as decoys to protect brides from kidnappers and confuse evil spirits on the special day you do with that information what you will next up because <laughs> we just go we're gonna breeze right on by okay um I want to talk about sharks real quick. What's going on with all of the shark sightings? I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the news or even just simply reading up on different things like I do, but there have been an increase in shark sightings lately. In fact, um, more recently, Arctic sharks have been showing up in the Caribbean. I say that to say this. The ocean is pretty much the biggest thing that we just have no idea about, <laughs> honestly. We have no idea what goes down there. We can only go but so deep. Um, I do believe that it's a very crazy, very scary place, and it's different things in the water that we probably could not even fathom and imagine in the deep depths of the ocean, right? Um, but it's been a lot of weird things that's going on. Like I said, they, they've been finding different fish in areas where they don't belong. They've been finding um, different data to show that, you know, newer water was found in places where this water should date back to such and such years. So what's going on? It's been a lot of shark sightings. It's been a lot of sharks washing up on beaches, Arctic sharks showing up in the Caribbean. What's going on down there? Because I feel like we, we often talk about global warming and different things and different effects that it has on the world and stuff. What effect is that? What like Is that what's making some, shaking some stuff <laughs> up down there? Because what, what exactly is going on down there? Because, um yeah, something's happening. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm telling you, something's getting real down there for real. So best conspir conspiracy theory wins. Please hit me up with all your ideas because I would definitely go down a rabbit hole and look them all up because stuff like that just interests me it is what it is um if you are in the 757 area military circle mall is closing y'all i'm very sad about that um very 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 sad about that military mall has definitely been a staple for norfolk for years I remember just going to the mall. That was an event within itself, especially growing up when I was younger. It's Friday night. Oh, you going to the mall or Saturday night. Oh, you going to the mall. Uh, you walk around, don't buy anything, <laughs> but you definitely buy a pretzel from Annie's, you know what I'm saying? Get you some food from the food court and you go to the movies. That was that was the club for us, <laughs> for real, for real. You put on your flyest outfit and you walk around the mall like what? Um, Very, very sad though that they are closing. I feel like... A long time ago when things started kind of going south it was a few things they could have did to switch it around i don't know the ins and outs but i'm just sad to see a norfolk staple like that go and now i feel like it's gonna automatically make me old because a few years from now we're gonna be like yeah because on military mall you remember when military mall was open y'all don't know nothing about military mall you know what i'm saying like that's gonna be a staple for us that there's something that we could chat up about that future generations to come will have no idea about 
So RIP to them. I already knew what was up when the movie theater closed. For those of you who don't know, especially if you are in Norfolk, Military Mall was a place to go when it came to movies because the tickets were so cheap. So I don't know what the prices are now. But back then, I know at least uh, MacArthur was always, the tickets was like, what, ten fifty? Military was like six fifty, And that was just the regular nighttime prices. You get you catch them on a matinee, it's like $4. So everybody went to the movies there, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah. So just shout out to Military Circle Mall. I really feel like the business owners who are there now, because apparently they were told... Um, and this was on the news. Apparently, they were told to be out by December 31st. I really feel like they should put something together to gather people there, have like a one last bang. You know what I'm saying? Just to bring a whole bunch of people in the mall, encourage people to spend money with their businesses, uh, have different vendors come out, additional vendors, get more people in the food court because the food court sucks right now. And <laughs> yeah, I just feel like we have to do something. I, I hate the fact that it's just closing. That's just supposed to be it. I'm not completely sure. I don't completely remember. Not sure. I don't completely remember everything that they said they plan on doing with the space, but I do know that um, housing is a part of it. So we'll see what happens with that. All right. I have one more article before I get into what I want to talk about. And this one is really just for um, last. Because, okay, first let's start off with the title. You're showering all wrong. Here's the right way to do it. So when I saw that, immediately I'm like, okay, I'm going to read it um, because I'm like a skin person, right? For those of you who do not know, I did go to school to be an esthetician. I did not finish because of um, financial reasons, but, <laughs> you know, I definitely I will go back and finish that out um, in a way different place now than I am then. But anyway, so I'm thinking it's going to be stuff that's like that, like, you know, don't take super hot showers so they dry out your skin. You know, I'm looking to see, okay, what else will be included in it. Y'all. Number one. And I'm not making this up. The number one thing on the list was don't shower too often. And then I quote, this is, this is the elaboration. If you're not active, you can cut back to a few times a week. Before my commentary, let's move on to number six. Focus on the dirtiest areas. Your your arms and legs don't always need soap. This is a real article by today that was written by Emily Slawick, 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 slow as hell. Um. Of course, I had to type in her name to see what she looked like just to confirm my suspicions. And I confirm my suspicions. I am almost appalled, but I don't know why because there's nothing surprising about this article. Um, but I'm, I'm appalled that y'all have made it as far as y'all have. That y'all didn't kill each other just for being disgusting by now. I know that y'all had to be taught a lot of things um, when it comes to actually how to properly wash yourself to help prevent um, the spread of diseases and things of that sort. I absolutely hate that y'all are reverting back to the teachings um, of before. Um, 
don't know. I'm not going to focus on the story. I just thought it was, it was really shocking that it was real. I think that's what was killing me. The fact that this was real. This was real. Okay, let's move on. Now, <laughs> so one of my um podcasts that I listen to, I'll definitely shout them out this particular time. Because the person who said it, I listened to, he's in two different podcasts. Um, shout out to David So. So I listened to the Genius Brain, and I also listened to he has a um one with Tim Chantaranksu entitled Dude Behind the Food. So they um bring different food items up there and, and try them and review them and stuff. But then of course they also get in to talk about whatever they want. Uh, <laughs> so this particular episode though they were talking about dreams, which interests me a lot because I am a dreamer, and a lot of times I have a lot of very vivid dreams. And I, you know, I'm always very curious to know what it means. The per- perspective, however, that was given this particular time was that um, it's almost like a metaverse. Like every every different um, dream that you have is like a reality somewhere else. So they were talking about how um, just different dreams that they had. They were going in depth into how vivid these particular dreams were and things of that sort and going into reoccurring dreams, which is something that I have often. It definitely intrigued me at the time I heard it though because I just recently got finished having this reoccurring dream of um, me. I was actually pregnant <laughs> with um, a person. We, we were together and it was nothing that was so great or special about the dream. It was very regular but it was very realistic <laughs> like scary realistic like um very vivid very like what the freak you know what i'm saying it was almost like it was a a glimpse into what that life would be like if that was something that were to happen right um scared the hell out of me <laughs> for real to say the least it really did because it was just really like what like, what is going on? And then the fact that it was reoccurring and the fact that, like I said, it was just so vivid, it just really was throwing my mind for a loop. And then I can also date back to, which I'm about to get into shortly, different dreams that I have had, even in my childhood, that have seemed so very vivid, but also given very much if X, Y, Z would have happened, this is something that very well could have happened. So then it, it had my wheels turning and thinking, especially when they're talking about metaverse and they're saying, well, all of these are, you know, essentially different versions of the metaverse. And it even made me think about, um, dang, what TV show is that? Oh, it's a Netflix show. What is the show called? I can't think of the show off the top of my head. I'll definitely make sure I revisit and shout them out. But uh, they actually had an episode like that where... They show different versions of a situation based on like one interaction, based on what would have happened, based on if this answer to this question would have been a yes or a no, or based on this or based on that. And they were all pretty much their different versions of, of a world. So when it came to the dreams that I can't remember that were very vivid, it made me think about that. Like, so for example, to go back to the privacy dream, if XYZ would have happened, this is possibly a situation that really could have been a reality for me right um so yeah so how do y'all feel about dreams how do y'all feel about when people talk about different realities do y'all think that's real do y'all think it's not um what's your opinion on that do you think that you are living one version of your life um but of course there is a but you know there is another version out there that could have been your reality if 
blah 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 you know what i'm saying uh so yeah so definitely let me know because i want to hear opinions um and i want to share this i want to share one dream that i had two i want to share two dreams that i've actually had so one um where i used to live at right up the street from where i used to live at when i was um with my mom and my family or whatever is a shopping center and i had a dream one time i don't know what was going on but i was out there late at night and i ended up in a dangerous predicament a bad situation i don't know if somebody was trying to get me trying to harm me whatever my mom had to come out there she had a gun you know what i'm saying she came out there to protect me it was honestly just the most random dream, but it was one that was reoccurring. I had this dream often, and the situation evolved the more that I dreamed about it. And when I say that it's reoccurring, I don't mean like, oh, I woke up in the middle of the night and I tried to go back to sleep. No, I mean these are different days where this situation is happening actively. Um, so I remember her having to protect me. She was walking around, um, kind of having her arms out, guarding me. We were going back and forth with some other whoever the person was this other figure about what the situation was um it was just the weirdest thing ever because it was so vivid it felt so real another dream i had this one is a little bit crazier um black screen the dream is the everything is black king kong <laughs> is holding me in his hand and i'm in a wedding dress <laughs> And he's holding me. And I don't know. I really don't think I've ever seen a movie though. That's that's the crazy part about this dream. And a particular person is trying to save me. Save me from the dream. I don't even think I've ever actually told him about this dream. So I'll, I'll spare his name right now. Um, but I'm definitely. <laughs> I'm going to have to circle back and let him know. This is the dream that I've had since I was a child. Um, I don't have it anymore. But I had it. This, that was one of the more vivid ones. And it was weird. Like, he was, like, actively trying to save me. And I was up in this wedding dress in the hand of King Kong. Um, King Kong is a monkey, right? Yeah. I don't even think I've ever seen that movie, though. So, that was that was weird. Um, <laughs> so, that's just a little look into the type of weird dreams that I often have. But the more realistic, more metaverse <laughs> type dreams that I have had like this more recent one of me being with this said person freak me out it, it, they freak me out because of how real they are and knowing that if xyz would happen is something that could very very well have actually happened um so yeah tell me what y'all think about dreams though do y'all think dreams always have a meaning uh well, how, how do y'all feel about it I definitely have had different things be answered to me or, or, you know, different things that I've been seeking out in life. I've definitely had clarity come in a dream before, but I've also had very weird dreams and I've also had very realistic ones. So I, I just feel like the mind and how it works and everything is super crazy. So it could always go. It could always go either way. It could always go either way, man. All right. Last thing, because, you know, I got to leave you off with something. Let's get into it. I want to talk about detachment for what I for what I know it to be. So, um, I know people deal with detachment, but I want I want to kind of give you a brief insight into how it happens with me and what I have been doing to actively change that for myself in hopefully in hopes of helping someone else. 
So detachment for me looks like I will have a lot of moments. And when I say moments, I don't even mean a small moment of time. It could be a week. It could be a month. It could be a year where I just don't feel attached to my reality. What that means for me is I feel like everything is happening and everything is going on around me, but I am not actively in that space. And nothing really holds weight for me because in my mind, it I am not it and it is not me. These are things that are just happening. They're not necessarily happening to me. They are just happening and life just is what it is. Um, it scares me though and it's a very scary feeling for me to have because it doesn't, it has no respect of situation. So it's not like, oh, it only happens when bad things are happening. It can happen when good things are happening too. And it will leave me feeling less deserving of, you know, whatever said situation is. It'll leave me not being able to fully appreciate people or situations or things because I feel like they are just not mine anyway, which they are not. But that's another conversation. We'll get to that another episode. Um, It'll just leave me feeling very, I'm just here. I wake up, I go through this day, I come home, I go to sleep and that's it. Um, I just, and and it's something that I definitely don't like, (laughs) I definitely don't like it. I hate it. In fact, I really, I really hate it. But lately, and it also leaves me feeling very lonely. So I will always, I'll be around people or I'll have my family near me or I'll do this or I'll do that. But then at the end of the day, I will still be feeling very alone because I just feel super detached from everything that's going on. As of late though, it has been turning around for me. And what I have been trying to practice or, you know, getting more practice of is gratitude. So, and, and FYI, when I talk about my detachment and the way that I feel and stuff like that too, that also is a reason that this one is just mainly like a shout out to my friends. That's why sometimes I suffer with like expressing, um, suffer, not suffer, but struggle with expressing um, emotion and, and things of that sort because a lot of times, I, sometimes I just don't feel connected to the moment and I feel like, yeah, this is the moment now, but you know what I'm saying? It's going to pass. It's nothing that'll last. It's this, it's that. Cool. Anyway, but lately, you know, good news <laughs> after I had made y'all <laughs> cry. No, but lately it's been turning around for me in a very big way, a very good way. And I'm, I'm, you know, going on this, this journey, I'm traveling it and I'm trying to continue on this path that I'm going. Um, I've been focusing on gratitude because a lot of things that I get in life, a lot of blessings that I get, I am not deserving of. Um, God definitely has favor has found favor in me and that's something that nobody can take away from me but that alone and just knowing that is something that has helped me when it comes to detachment when it comes to going through my days when it comes to trying to motivate myself that that alone is something that helps me because I know people say all the time like God loves me more than I love myself but I don't think people understand just how real that is and I'm gonna hurry up and get through this because low-key that shit really make you emotional so, because, hear me out, right? Because a lot of times I will feel like, or you can feel like as a person that you are just not deserving of the things that are happening to you, or you can just focus so much on the bad things that you're not focusing enough on the good. But to know that with everything that goes on, with all the mistakes that you make and all of this, to know that God still favors you, 
God's still looking out for you. God's still making a way every time you slip up or every time something bad happens. He's still making a way that you can climb back on top and get on top of your mountain and get on top of your situation. Just that alone is like, well, you know what I'm saying? If I ain't even going to do it for myself, I'm going to do it for him. For him. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure that his will is carried out because it's a great push. So I've been trying to express more gratitude and it's been helping. Um, so when it comes to now, I'm not exactly on the stage when it comes to making sure that I show it as much as I should, because I know that I don't express it, um, as much as I should, but you know, steps. So <laughs> I've, I'm more like, I will leave a situation where I'm like with a bunch of people that I really love or I really vibe with, I'm really cool with, and I'll go home and I'll just, you know, when I pray or anything, I'll just think to myself like, Lord, thank you for these people. Thank you. For these friends, thank you for these moments. I'm trying to express more gratitude so that I can focus more on showing appreciation for these events and these happenings and knowing that I'm deserving of them and trying to keep myself grounded and attached to every situation. I don't want, I feel like right now too, we are so much in a microwave society where it's like everything is just what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. We are consuming so much at a such a crazy rate that it's like we don't even have time to sit in and to be and to feel different situations everything is just fleeting it's always like what's next okay that was cool but what's next okay this was cool but what's next we don't even really have time to just sit and just appreciate and be in whatever it is and that's for everything that's even when it comes to music everybody right now is like you know, we feel like music is just coming and going. Honestly, it's life. Life has just been coming and going. Everything that we consume, we consume it so fast, we, we spew it out, and now we're ready for the next thing. So I'm trying to express gratitude where instead of feeling like a situation has happened and now it's gone, it doesn't belong to me, I'm super detached, you know what I'm saying, and now I'm waiting for the next thing or, you know, just feeling like nothing is staying. I'm trying to put all these memories and all this love and all this, you know, these activities, I'm trying to put them in my pocket. I'm trying to hold them with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying, gratitude is a, is my step. I'll say like that. <laughs> gratitude has been my step. Um, that has been helping me just stay more grounded in everything. So yeah, if this is something that you have went through, are going through, um, whatever, like definitely hit me up. I definitely want to talk more about up here too. Um, I know I talk about Things that I have going on, right? I talk about technology. Um, I talk about world news. <laughs> I talk about crazy memories, but I also want to add on mental health. Um, it's actually my desire to have a mental health professional up here in the near future. So definitely look out for that. But um, that's something that I want to add on to everything that we talk about. For sure. For sure. So that's my little go-to. <laughs> that's my... That's my little meal. That's You got the entree. You got the dessert. You got it all. Thank y'all for rocking with me. If you have not noticed, I have been dropping every other week instead of every week. Um, but soon and very soon, I will be doing some other things that I'm really excited about. I just want to make sure that I'm never at the point where I feel like I'm just throwing shit together and giving it to y'all because that ain't even what I'm about. And we going up. Not sideways, not backwards. We're not plateauing, none of that. We going up. It's the brown girl out. <laughs>